Hello everyone and welcome back to The Geek Wave. This is the low budget show. It's the show Solo. It has no budget. Even though our first outing made a billion dollars, can you really say we're doing, you know, things financially viable? Isn't that weird to say? Yeah. A couple of times recently I've done videos talking about specific comic book characters. I did one about Janet Van Dyne. I did one about Danny Rand, the Wasp and Iron Fist collectively. And this one's kind of a little bit different. We're talking about a specific comic book character today. But kind of just like, what's going on? What's what's happening right now? I think just in terms of like where this character stands in all of popular culture. I think it's very fascinating and something we should explore. We have our course talking about Aquaman, Arthur Curry, the last <laughs> the, the last peg in the DCEU, I guess, golf cart. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that analogy. The the last the last bowling pin standing of the DCEU that were just steamrolling by with like an explosive bowling ball ready to blow it up or whatever. And this is primarily because the trailer finally came out for The Lost Kingdom, the sequel to 2018's Aquaman movie. And I wanted to talk about that trailer. I want to talk about like the place of Aquaman in terms of like his cultural relevancy, what's happened in the past couple of years, and why he's one of the few pillars of DC that doesn't have any representation in the comic books too. And it's very weird to think about. He has kind of been stagmented for a very long time where he hasn't been allowed to grow from a certain moment in his career. And he's been kind of forced into a certain bubble. It's very weird to think. Forced into a bubble that was created by Black Manta that will slowly suffocate his son and eventually kill his son. And as soon as we see a baby in the trailer, the audience collectively is like, let's kill the baby. Insanity. It's insane what's happening right now. But I don't know. I've always liked Aquaman. He's always had a special place in my heart. I think solely because I w I've always been the contrarian. People are always like, it's Batman, it's the Flash, it's whatever. I love water, as you can tell by the theme of this entire channel. The, the superhero I created that is the icon for all of my social media. I love water stuff. I've always liked the water, and Aquaman commands the water. And that's cool. He's got like a bright orange shirt, and he's got green pants, and he's like just some guy. And he's one of those characters that we, we talk about a lot. And I guess it's just like the benefit of being a character that's been around since the 40s and has existed everywhere in every sort of media is that they're a chameleon. You can tell any type of story you want with this type of character. And Aquaman kind of fits that bubble too. He's been very jovial and silly. He's been serious and hardcore. Everything in between. That's always really exciting to see. And when you have such versatility in the character... You'd think that'd like, leave it open for there always to be an interpretation to tell. But no, not really. Like, we've, we've kind of, like, as a culture, I think... I mean, maybe just, not even as, like, a culture. Maybe it's, like, a wide series of just, like, broad appeal. We've kind of, like, wanted this character to represent one thing. And a lot of that has to do with Jason Momoa. And it's very weird. There's no rhyme or reason to any of this video. We're just going to be talking about everything over the top. Let's start with this thing. 
a, a brief history of like how we perceived Aquaman on the film side of things. For the longest time, he's been the joke. And I never understood that. I mean, it's because of like, even like the Jeff Johns run just like talks about this openly. It's like the SNL skits. It's the stupid jokes everyone makes. Like what he does is actually pretty cool. And it, it clearly seems interesting because people liked the movie. But there's always been like the cultural perception that he's the joke and the loser and the, the lame And there's like, why? I never got that. Like, he does different things than the rest of them. A lot of the Justice League, it could be done by Superman, but Aquaman does things that he doesn't. And, and I just appreciate that. I think it's kind of cool. So the cultural perception before Momoa comes along is just he's a little goofy boy. You know, he rides a seahorse. He wears stupid tights. Everyone's making the jokes. The Big Bang Theory is making the jokes. Family Guy's making the jokes. The culture at large is making fun of this guy. For good reason? No. They just latch on to whatever's happening. So that's what we're at. That's what we're doing. And then Zack Snyder. We have to talk about Snyder for a little bit. I'm sorry. We have to bring it up because he's the guy who had a vision for the DC Universe. A vision that everybody thought was going to last. They were like, this is the thing. We're going to be different than Marvel by being serious and more dark. And we're going to be like mythology, for a lack of a better term. And then he's like, I got, a, I got an idea for Aquaman. But then I ask you this, did he have an idea for Aquaman? He had an idea. I don't want a clean cut Aquaman. I want to do like the classic Peter David stuff. We're going big, muscular, bearded, scary guy, shirtless with tats all over the place. And the thing is like, that is a good interpretation to make that character very different than the rest of your Justice League because you have Superman and Batman and Flash and even Hal Jordan to some extent if we went that route that are these clean cut guys, military brats, some of them, just these perfect, you know, white guys that have everything together. They look rich, they look wealthy. And you're like, here's this scrubby little dirt boy that comes out of the ocean. He looks wet at every single point. He's drinking on a pier, throwing a bottle into the ocean, just this cool son of a bitch who's drunk half the time and looks like a cool biker surfer dude. Like, that is an idea. There's something to play with there. And Momoa does fit a specific aesthetic of Aquaman. It's that classic 90s. He's angry. He's got the harpoon hand. He lost his boy. He's dark and pissed off. He fits that vibe. And because he looks that vibe. But the other thing about Momoa, too, that we learn later is that he actually can do the Brave and the Bold stuff where he's like the jovial little goofy boy. He can pull that off, too. Maybe not to the extent of like Fast X, where he's doing a, a really weird parody of a, a happy guy. But he's got the range. Now, I don't I don't want to get too deep into like what's been said and, and what. Jason Momoa has said about certain things. That, that's not the conversation we're having here. I think by and large, the general audience isn't aware of some of his previous statements or things that he might be interpreted as having done. So they don't really care. But I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up that maybe he's had a history of not saying the most proper things all the time. 
I just want to get that out of the way. But by and large, he is pretty much what you'd want to do to change the pace for an Aquaman character. So it worked. Whatever they were going to do in Justice League, it got washed away, no pun intended, by all the other things happening in that movie. They made him silly and funny in the Whedon version. It worked enough. He was still different enough from the rest of the cast where that was an idea to play with. And whatever, I, I did watch the Snyder Cut. I couldn't, for the life of you, tell you what happened with the Aquaman character in that, but he was in it and he did stuff in it and you're just like yeah i get it the thing is i do like an angry aquaman i think there is something you can do with aquaman and you can do with wonder woman that i appreciate having those characters be the ones to do it as opposed to the batman or the superman to do it is make them the aggressors make them part of this mythological heritage right i don't like an angry superman i don't need my angry evil pissed off Superman. I don't like when Batman becomes that either. I don't like when Aquaman or Wonder Woman become it either, like at the same time, but those two, you could lean into the darker tendencies because their mythology is kind of steeped in like this history of like war and these clashing ideals. And it works that way. So when we're doing an angry Aquaman, I'm all for it. I think that's fine. And it works good. And whatever Snyder wanted to do, it doesn't matter. It didn't get done properly, but we still needed to make a Aquaman movie. So a year later, James Wan releases his Aquaman movie, which could be a magnum opus for that character. The thing about that movie is that, well, well, I don't think it's perfect. And it's not like a really like great script. James Wan wants to make a cartoon. And he did. The dude had a, a, an overabundance of money to just go crazy, make so many beautiful set pieces, give you dumb costumes and dumb concepts, and just knock it out of the park. Just go all the way into the lunacy of the character. And the thing is, Juan knows that this is a comic book character. It doesn't need to be this serious, dark take on what it means to be like a king from two separate lands. It's like, no, he's going to fight for the throne and his brother's a dick and he's going to have to find like a special trying to get the power. And that's what he does. And I'm like, that is a more clearer vision of a character than anything else the character has been associated with in a long time. I would argue since Jeff John took on the book in New 52, which is also another thing I want to talk about. I don't think you get the movie without Jeff Johns' New 52 run. It's so crazy to me that that the character's been the joke for so long that it took like the New 52 relaunch of the character to actually show people he can be something special. And looking back on that book, I don't know if it holds up perfectly. There's a couple of issues here and there. The Jeff John things that just kind of be like, oh yeah, that's like the, the tiresome bit that we've seen him do a million times. But... It's really crazy that that's the dedication it took to make that character top tier. It becomes a best-selling book at DC because we're the best-selling comics of the era, of the line. And suddenly we can prop this character up to new heights. Suddenly the cultural interpretation of Aquaman is changing. And we can have like this 
one-two punch of like the new 52 John stuff that bleeds into the rebirth stuff, which I don't hate the rebirth stuff. I think it's very fine. It gets lost in the shuffle of all that. I think just because like there was so much else going on, the Aquaman book felt like something we had to publish that we didn't have like a clear, concise end for it, but it doesn't matter. So we have the one-two punch of we got the comic books selling great again. And at the same time, here we go in towards a movie with like a very concise vision of the character. And because they're kind of meeting at this awkward place of like 2016 to 2018, we have to change the character in the comic books to more match the style of the movie, which is fine. Aquaman has always been one of those characters that has like blended between the two halves. He's had long hair and short hair. He's had a beard. He hasn't had a beard. He's had every interpretation of between those two ideas. So it's fine. It works fine. Whatever you have to do to change him to look like that, you get it done. There was a brief moment where he like dressed like Momoa and you're like, okay, whatever. But now the cultural interpretation is better than it's ever been. This character is finally at the top echelons of what he can be. People like him. People are excited about Aquaman stuff. His movie makes a billion dollars. So clearly people are enjoying this character. Clearly people are enjoying this character. What was the last DC comic book movie to make a billion dollars besides the Aquaman one? The only other one to do so was the Joker, and that was a fluke for some stupid reason. The latest Batman didn't even do it. The Flash and Shazam and Black Adam and Blue Beetle and Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman and the Suicide Squad, they didn't make a billion dollars. This is the one that did. So clearly, that would make you think there should be some focus for this character to be pushed more into prominence in the DCEU, in the entire circle of DC. Because the Batman, Matt Reeves movie didn't make a billion. Of course, you could argue that Aquaman was like the last DC movie to come out in, well, I guess the Joker was kind of too, and like pre-COVID, so that kind of messes things up. But still, you have that push, and suddenly there's not the desire to do more with it, which is very weird. We are getting the sequel. They announced a sequel early. They also announced the animated whatever. It's like Aquaman, King of Atlantis, whatever it's called. It's like a three-part miniseries that they put on HBO Max and then immediately took it off because it didn't get the numbers. So it makes you think, do people just not like Aquaman and they just like Momoa or do they not like the animation style of this cartoon it's very strange but this character he had the push for a couple of years he was given the opportunity to grow and it worked he had a best-selling comic book which led to a top tier movie that made a lot of money and then suddenly nothing and we could get into whatever that was and that's kind of what I want to get into because what happened there like, I know there's a couple of things that happen in between that, because when Rebirth ended, he was kind of nebulous for a minute. Where is he going to go? What's he going to be a part of? What what bled after Rebirth? I can't remember. The DCU? Right? I don't think... Did he have a book in that era? I don't remember if he did or not, because after that, it kind of like the next prominent time for this character or this concept was the Future State stuff, which made Jackson Hyde into the Aquaman, which is like a really smart and logical idea for that character and for that book to do. 
And that's kind of where we're at now. Because everything has been happening at DC for a long time, he's on a couple of Justice League books, it doesn't matter. He had the Snyder, yeah, he was, he, he, Drowned Earth was his event in the Scott Snyder Justice League book. And then he was just kind of off to the side for the big events, which is kind of weird to think about. And then, yeah, Future State, it's Jackson Hyde. He becomes the guy. We meet Andy Curry, the daughter of Aquaman and Mera, which I love that character. What I love the most about the character is, like, it took decades for the audience to embrace an Aqua child, where we're fine that they killed the baby originally. We don't care about that. It happened. We can move past it. We don't care, but come on, give us a cute little girl, and she's having a great time, and Jackson's, like, her spiritual, like, you know, mentor. It's like, come on, that's fun stuff. We can do some cool stuff there. And even in terms of that, we did have Aquaman the Becoming, which is about Arthur being like, you know what? Go ahead, Jackson. You have fun and do your thing over there, which I think is kind of exciting. And like the fact that we can get to that point in the characters run, that's pretty cool. Like all these characters can legacy off and stuff. It's very interesting. And then they had like the Aquaman team up book where it was both of them and like their respective lineages and that kind of ended because Aquaman died in an event which is like oh that's great that's fun and now nothing we're in another bold new era of DC comics the dawn of DC still no Aquaman book announced they've kind of teased one in like the Lazarus Planet book but there hasn't been an official announcement for an Aquaman book yet and sure, I, I'm going to assume they're slowly edging their way towards one. But are you telling me, like, the after after the billion-dollar movie, there wasn't, like, a huge push to make an Aquaman title a bestseller again? We just kind of, like, let it bleed to the sidelines? That is very weird and kind of sucky. And, and now the character is just nothing again. He's become nothing. In, in the comic books... What is he doing? He kind of looks like Momoa. He's dead and he's back now. And maybe he's got a mission coming up maybe in January or February. But he has no staying power. Like, wh why is that? Why wasn't he like one of the books we announced at the beginning? Why wasn't there a push for that? It's very strange. Considering he's got a movie coming out soon too. And potentially, potentially, the only DC movie in a couple of years that could make money but yet there's no marketing for this movie either that's a whole other issue we've talked about numerous times with warner brothers their collapsing circle of hell all the bad stuff they're about it's just so bizarre that this is where the character remains where he's kind of trapped in like this nebulous state of well, he could save the company and Jason Momoa could could potentially be the only character we hold on to from this previous universe to lead us into the new one, which I still think is a bad idea. If you're going to do like a, a stark reboot, you got to go all in. You can't just have one guy come back. I remember the good old days of Ezra Miller and Gal Gadot, two people where there's no controversy. No, you hard reboot it. You can put him as Lobo if you want. He looks like Lobo. He acts like Lobo. He should be Lobo. He should have been Lobo from the beginning. You get a freaking Josh Holloway to be your Aquaman, and you call it a done day. Right? I don't know. But it's just so... I just find it very interesting that we're not trying with him. And it's so weird because it works. The concept is work. We manage in like the course of like 
six years from like 2011, when I think the New 52 book started, to 2018 when the James Wan movie came out, we managed to like change the perception of this character and make it popular. And people liked him and people were excited about him. And they were like, yeah, there's something here. We enjoy this character. We enjoy the cast of characters that he has at his disposal. We love seeing Mera, and she garners her own audience, and she's gotten her own books. We love the supporting cast of Garth and of Jackson and what they're doing. We love Black Manta. He's one of the few villains we can keep coming back and being a dick about. It's really exciting to see people just taking to the universe. Then why isn't DC pushing it? It's very weird. But we have Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom coming out this December. We got our first trailer for it, and I want to spend a little bit of time talking about that movie, and we'll talk about some other stuff. Who knows? It's one of those episodes, folks, so stick around, see what comes up. This is the final outing of the DCEU official. You know, like, after this, it's Elseworlds and the DCU. It doesn't matter. A movie that has gone through, like, five phases of reshoots, a movie that has been postponed for years, a movie that people have screened and apparently is the worst movie DC has ever made, which by the way, that is not something that is possible. There is no way that this is the worst thing DC has made because they have made maybe one or two good movies and there's no way this is worse than the, the worst things they've ever made. That's a bold, insane claim, and it cannot be true. There is no way that is true. But we finally got the trailer for a movie that comes out in three months. And I gotta say, the trailer blew me away. Just like for the trailer of the first movie, I was amazed at how Aquaman-y we're leaning into stuff here. It does feel like we're like retreading some ground of like, there's a big war coming, and whose side are you on? It's like, I don't care about that. What I care about in this movie is a couple of things. One, Aqua Baby exists and we might kill him. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Probably not because <laughs> it's one of those things that a comic book reader can just accept, right? Where you're like, yeah, I mean, the character has been around since the 40s. He's lost like multiple people and he's lost a kid. It doesn't matter. He's got a new one now and she's great. But can the average movie going audience handle <laughs> black manta just suffocating a baby i don't know if they would but ah, oh, i would love to see it just because it's like what else are you gonna do what else can you realistically do do you know how much i would just like kill to see a scene in an aquaman movie where black manta suffocates a baby and then like piranhas bite off arthur's hand i would lose my mind to see that shit that would be so freaking cool because what other superhero movie is going to be that bold? Have we had a superhero movie where one of the leads loses a limb? Have we had that? I guess Nebula's missing an arm, Bucky, but that's not the same as having your hand bitten off by piranhas or cut off by a trident that's being like wield well wielded by like an insane guy trying to kill you. I love that. So he's got a kid. He's he's like, I don't know how you did it, dad. It's hard being a dad, especially since my wife is Amber Heard and she's not in this trailer or movie, presumably. Now, James Wan has said the plan was always to make the second movie about Arthur and Orm. And to that, I say, 
no, it wasn't. There's no way in hell that was your plan. It's a dumb plan. You're just afraid of the backlash you would have gotten. Because when they were filming this, it was close enough to the time of the stuff happening of Amber. And look, again, we don't need to get into it. You can believe and care about what you want. I, I'm not going to say she's an innocent, and I'm not going to say she's exclusively guilty. I'll say there is probably more support that was thrown towards the abuser than to her. So, they don't put her in the trailer. She better be in the movie, because Mara's a great character, but at the same time, I don't care because we're just going to be canceling the universe, so what does any of this matter at anything? What are we really doing here? Oh, we're going all out. It's one of those movies, and I love it when this happens, where it's a director just going, I might not get the chance to do this again. You know, they let me make Malignant before I did this one, and, and James Wan went off in Malignant, like, just slowly building, like, this intense feeling till we got to what actually happens in that movie. It's incredible. Incredible. And now he's just like, yeah, I have the most money I'll ever get to work with, probably ever, and I am just getting, like, creative reign to do whatever I want. And what I'm doing is making the most insane-looking movie possible. The equipment and just, like, contraptions that people are using, like a weird octopus, like, submarine, and just, like, what if Black Manta got a dark trident that could potentially kill the other trident? And you're like, yeah, what if, man? What if that was the plot? And it is, and Black Manta's back, and it's, like, one of the rare villains that gets to be the villain again in the sequel, because that's actually comic books. That's cool. The story never ends. And in this one, we could kill a baby and lose a hand, or maybe we'll kill Amber Heard. I don't really know. I just know that Black Manta looks the most comic accurate he has ever looked on screen, and he is out for blood. He is going to kill a baby, or maybe he's going to kill Nicole Kidman, or maybe he's going to kill Tamira Morrison. Maybe he kills everybody. That'd be great. And then Arthur's got to go get his brother, Patrick Wilson, who looks more like Aquaman than Jason Momoa does in this, to be like, let's go on an adventure to find a secret weapon that could take down the secret weapon that Black Manta has. Along the way, we're going to ride seahorses. We're going to fight some big creatures, big octopus. Oh, my. Like, it's incredible what we're looking at here, because what is this? What, this is what I want, you know? This is like the weird, absurdist blockbuster that feels so forgotten when everything is so meticulous in like this really handcrafted way with things like Mission Impossible and John Wick. Just to have James Wan be like, I can do the same thing, but it's going to be for an invisible suit that Arthur wears when he teams up with an octopus to steal a trident to kill a trident from a trident-wielding guy. Like, yes, that's awesome. Why are we just getting a trailer for this now? Why are we not marketing this more? This should be your thing. The first movie did better than any of your other movies. And you're just pushing this to the last possible minute. Were you waiting to see the response for Blue Beetle? I don't get that. Jaime, another character that suffers from the Arthur thing where it's like we had the push initially and now we're not doing anything. Jaime should be a bigger character just like Arthur. It's very bizarre. This movie also feels like it's coming out too late, which is a shame because it should do better. And I think having it take kind of like 
the end of the year plays because if dune was coming out in november i don't know if like the attention would be there for aquaman but it feels like there's kind of like a clear slate for this movie to run the avatar numbers not like it's making two billion dollars like way of water was doing but just like yeah what's our competition wonka looks like absolute garbage Nobody wants to see Harry Potter done for Timothy Chalamet. It's not going to be good. The color purple, but that's going to be very selective and get it. It's going to get its numbers. It's not going to do gangbusters. This could run it all the way until I think Madam Webb's supposed to come out in February or something. This could run January and that'd be pretty impressive. And that's where you're like, oh, so are we keeping Jason Momoa in as Aquaman? You shouldn't, but I could see why they're having the conversation about it. This could be the movie to cap off the DCEU, and and that's fine. And you're just kind of going like, yeah, I guess this is where we should end it. End it with the best looking one, because this looks amazing. And, and even if it's like absolutely terrible, at least you're watching somebody take a chance on Aquaman. And we may never see that again. I've been sitting here being like, why aren't we doing something more of this character? Like, where is the Dawn of DC book? Where is the miniseries after he died where, like, the character comes back in some capacity? We're just not doing it. We're afraid of it. And that could be for multiple reasons. Dawn of DC, maybe nobody just had a pitch for Aquaman there. Maybe we're trying to keep the character underwater until this movie comes out and then we could do like a hard relaunch and get like a younger actor to play it and when we do like chapter three of the dcu or something maybe that's what we're going for i hope that's not what we're going for because it'd be a terrible waste because this character has his own audience now and that's very satisfying to see it's very cool to see that growth and, and that shine that he has it's just really heartbreaking we are like, we were, we were so close to the sun and our wings didn't like burn like we're Icarus and we fell back to earth. No, that's not what happened. What happened was so many other like stupid things outside of the control, companies being bought out by companies, merging into other companies and, and just a whole like, like change of the guard. And you're just like, what are we doing? And why is Aquaman lost in the shuffle? this character was at the top he he surprisingly was in like the montage at the beginning of every dc movie where we have like the ambiguous characters he was in there and people were like oh yeah aquaman he, he's something and now he's just nothing he's he's just barely holding on to a movie that could go either way we still don't know how this movie's gonna do it could do really good which would be very surprising, but not very surprising. But five years and a pandemic and a shift to Discovery, Warner Brothers, and James Gunn management could be the the trident in the back that kills Aqua Baby, you know? It's very weird to think. And maybe, just maybe, we're not wanting to see this interpretation of the character anymore. Maybe he does need that hard reset. In the comic books currently, like the current landscape of Aquaman comics, if you could call their current landscape, he hasn't had like an Aquaman title since last year, which is kind of crazy to think about. It's been like a year because that book ended before Dark Crisis 
And that started up in September of last year. I can't remember. It's been a while. Maybe like that, that interpretation, he was the family man. He had the expanding family that was growing. He dealt with the shit with Black Manta and even Black Manta got his own book for a minute. He became his own character, which is great to see. And he was just like the more mature, more beloved character. And maybe that's not what we can do with Jason Momoa. Because this, just from the trailers, it doesn't feel like it's oriented towards the family man. It definitely feels like this is a guy who wants to hang out with his bro and go save the day. So maybe the shift of paradigm would be making the character in the movie the authority figure. Maybe... In Superman Legacy, there's already an Atlantis that is established. There's already an Atlantis that is established, and we see that there's an older Aquaman, and and that works. I don't want it to be Moa, but if we have a Moa and he's like 45 when the rest of them were like 30, I don't like that either. It doesn't really balance out well. But if he's 35 and they're 30, or he's 38, that could work. That's an idea to play with. And it could be like the change that people want to see for this character. Maybe making him the family man. But a lot of the characters are family men now because we have all of the family expanded. That could be something. Maybe we want to bring him back to basics, put him down to earth, but I don't think we do. Like we we spent years building him up to this level where he's like this dad, he's this king adjacent character. Maybe there should be more we do. I don't know. I don't know. I... I just find it so perplexing that he had it all. He had the audience. And now we're just wondering, like, why is there no book? Are we going to see the movie? That, there's so much that just affected that. It's very bizarre. I just wish it was, uh, just there was more to it. I just wish people were like, yeah, that character, we should talk about him. We should do something with him. Maybe they will. Or maybe this movie's going to do horribly and the character's gonna vanish again maybe we're about to head back into that era where aquaman doesn't even get representation maybe we're about to see that this character is going to be sidelined forever they're going to just leave him underwater until you forget about him and he's going to be nothing and i I hope that's not the case because it does seem like we should be building to the comic books again but we're not like we are more than a decade removed from the new 52 run. And in that time, there have been runs and miniseries, but none of them have had the impact of that book. Not like other characters where you're like, yeah, that like you can clearly pinpoint like, okay, this is the Green Lantern story you should read. This is the Flash story you should read. This is the Superman story you should read. Aquaman doesn't have that. There are stories in there that you could read and they're fine and people like them. There was the Black Label book Andromeda, which was pretty good it was fine it didn't have like you know universal appeal but that was more like an aquatic horror story with very perplexing designs that was its own thing but we just don't do it anymore you know it's crazy that it's been over a decade since new 52 and we don't really have like the definitive aquaman story since then and now that you think about it you don't really have like the definitive Aquaman story before that either. You have the original appearances, we kill the baby, Peter David makes him dark and harpoon, and then you got New 52. And, and 
those being the only major events in a character that's 80 years old, essentially, that's kind of tragic. But he has held on for that long. I guess he can hold on a little longer. But, you know, maybe he won't. Unless this movie makes a billion dollars, which it might. And that is like the most bizarre thing about this stupid movie. It could just blow us away and make a lot of money. But I don't see that happening because how could that happen? I don't know. It's very weird. It's a very weird time for Aquaman. What are we doing and what's going on? Are we going to kill this movie and then we're going to kill the character? Are we going to try something in the comic books? Are we just going to make Jackson the Aquaman in the comic books? What's going on with Aquaman? What are we doing? When are we going to see something like proper for him? Not just like a trailer for a movie that comes out very recently that we're scared to market because who's going to see it anyways? I don't understand. And I want more from this character and this world. I don't feel like we're getting it though, which is a shame and it sucks. <sighs> but we, we have a lot of good DC books, so I can't complain about that. What I can't complain about is none of them have Aquaman as a starring character. So much to do with him. We don't even merchandise it that much anymore. We just got some McFarlane toys for the movie. They look pretty good. Maybe we should do more with this character. I don't know. There's an audience. There's an audience. And don't be afraid to show Mara. She's an important character and the mother of his child. Don't be afraid to show her. I don't know. Put her in the comics again. Remember when she was on the Justice League? That was a weird era. We killed him a couple times too. Because wasn't he dead for a minute in the Scott Snyder run? Because of Drowned Earth or something, him and Black Manta, like, they like, you know, rockied and Apollo'd their way to an ending. I don't remember. What an era that nobody remembers or thinks about. Crazy. But what do you guys think? Am I am I losing it here? Is there more Aquaman going on than we realize? Or is he just like, he had his run. He had like his seven years in the sun. And now that's all we can do for him. We have to come back in 20 years and try again. I hope not. Maybe, maybe that's what we're doing though. Maybe he's one of those guys, but he shouldn't be. He's a founding member of the Justice League. Just saying. And I'm just saying, thank you all for watching this video. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. As always, you can check me out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And as always, I will catch you in the next one. Have fun. Stay safe. Good luck.